The Pilgrimage of the Heart podcast is brought to you by PYO.Yoga, an online studio for all your yoga needs, including videos in Spanish and Russian. This podcast is also brought to you by Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga, located in San Diego and serving over 1,000 yogis a week. Hi, this is Sujantra. Join me now and every week to discover the beauty, joy, and peace that lies just underneath. Okay, good evening, everyone, and welcome to meditation. My name is Sujantra, and tonight uh, we're going to, we'll talk a little bit about mantras and then we'll incorporate the, um, some mantras into our meditation. So <clears throat> I was reading in a book recently by a teacher by the name of Ramana Maharshi, spiritual teacher. He passed away in 1950. He lived in India in a, um, in a, at, a beautiful, at the base of a beautiful mountain. He had an ashram, and he lived there. He lived in two different caves during his lifetime on the mountain, And then he ended up at this beautiful ashram where I visited um, during a trip to India. And so I was reading a book by his recently um, before starting my own morning meditation. So I always recommend doing a little reading before you meditate, kind of move your mind into that spiritual dimension. And I was reading, and he was talking about two forms of uh, meditation or two, two ways to get connected with your deeper self. And he was talking about yoga. And primarily in the system of yoga, one of the core ideas is that you work on slowing down your breathing. So in the yoga classes, you you learn asanas, which is the different postures. You learn to control your breath. And in the process of making your body strong and your nervous system strong and gaining awareness of of your breathing, you're able to slow down your breathing and one of the ideas in yoga is your breath and your mind are intertwined. It's like different colors of light on the same light spectrum. So often we think of our breath and our mind as separate, but the yoga philosophy says that breath and mind are interconnected. And so as you learn to slow down your breathing through pranayama and through the yoga practice, you simultaneously learn to calm and quiet your mind. Just like you'll notice sometimes if your mind is racing or you're feeling nervous or anxious, if you have enough presence of mind at that time to observe your breathing, you'll notice often your breathing becomes shallow and and very quick when you're in that little bit, let's say, agitated or nervous state. So the yoga is great because you can consciously slow down and quiet your mind. Now, the other thing he mentioned in that, that uh, reading I was doing is the use of mantras. So the use of a mantra. And a good definition of a mantra is a seed sound, a word, or a phrase. So it can be any of those. The seed sound would be a seed sound such as om. A word, you could use a Sanskrit word like shanti, which means peace, or you could use an English word for peace or any language. So it could be a seed sound like om. 
It can be a word such as peace or, or shanti or a phrase. And sometimes in the yoga classes, some of the teachers give out um, like those aphorism cards which have positive affirmations. So you could use an affirmation. You could use a, a prayer from whatever tradition you feel connected to. And so that can take the form of the mantra. And the definition of a mantra, which I really like, is that which saves. That which saves. And I liken it to a life ring. So let's say you're, someone's in the water and they're drowning. So they can't swim. Which is a little bit analogous to sometimes what happens to us in life. We get overwhelmed with things. Um, all these decisions we have to make, and life kind of starts to envelop us, and we feel a little bit lost. And so when someone's struggling in the water, you throw them a life ring, and all they have to do is grab onto that life ring and hold onto it. Because the life ring is connected to a person who's going to be able to pull them in, pull them to safety. And so you could think of a mantra in the same way, a mantra being that which saves. So we find ourselves in life maybe confused or there's a lot going on. We can't really figure out how we feel deeply about something. And we're kind of struggling. And the idea of the mantra is if you just bring the mantra into your being, into your awareness, and you begin to repeat it, then that's, that's like holding on to the life ring. So, so you're holding on to this word or this phrase. You're, re, you're repeating it in your mind. And through that repetition, your breathing starts to slow down. Your mind becomes more calm and quiet. And you, you feel yourself starting to lift out of all the um, random thoughts and confusions. And you start to lift up to a place of clarity. And the idea is that the mantras are sacred. Now, you can think of it as sacred in terms of it's an ancient word that's been repeated billions of times by billions of people, such as Om. Or you can also think of a mantra as sacred because what you're repeating is something very positive. Because again, we've all had the experience of self-doubt or insecurity. And when you're feeling those things, if you go into your mind, deep into your mind, you'll find there, there's a lot of negative thought patterns. I'm not good enough. I always fail when I try this. Nobody likes me. So you find those kind of thoughts going around and around. And so we become lost in that. So the mantra, if we can hold on to it, concentrate on it, repeat it, then it's connected to something higher within ourselves, a belief in ourselves, or it's linked to this sacred sound that millions of people have repeated. So however you want to think of it, but that, that connection between the life ring and the boat or the person pulling it in, that thread is that sacredness. It's, it's the value um, of the mantra. It has a power. And so the repetition of the mantra. Now in repeating mantras, there's, there's three levels or three dimensions of the repetition of a mantra. The first would be if you're repeating it out loud. So when I was growing up, I grew up Roman Catholic, went to church, and I actually really liked the experience of being in church and the prayers. 
So, you know, coming from school, because we had a little church across from our school, you know, where you're, um, it's kind of the day-to-day world, and you're, you know, there's tests, and you're struggling, or you're succeeding, whatever it is, it's just those ups and downs of daily life, and then going to the church was a real shift, because it's the candles, it's the um, ceremony, and then the repetition of the prayers or the singing. And so that's one form of a mantra, which would be the repetition verbally. If you also another thing in growing up Catholic was um, the rosary. How many people here grew up Catholic? Anyone? Okay. So th- those repetition, you have the rosary going around, and you're repeating Hail Marys and Our Fathers. So that's one level. The second is where you're using the mantra, and you're just doing it internally, but your mouth and your lips are moving. And we'll go through this during the meditation so you can experience each level. And then the deepest level of the mantra is where your lips aren't moving, your, to- your tongue is motionless, and you're just internally repeating the mantra. And so that's the, that's the deepest level. So sometimes if I'm really stressed out, and I just like have a minute or two before I have to deal with something. Sometimes I'll just step aside and repeat om or peace or some affirmation a few times out loud to myself and then move into the next activity. If I have more time, I'll, I'll try and internalize it. And so those three levels, so um, spoken, inner repetition, but your lips and mouth are still moving, and then inner repetition where everything's silent and it's just internalized. Check my notes here for a sec. Verbalize. Okay, and then so these are Joppa beads. I'm sure most people have seen them, Joppa beads. And so the idea of Joppa beads is Joppa beads are used for Joppa, which is the repetition of a mantra. So if you say Om or peace one time, you're just like repeating a mantra once. But if you start, if you repeat it over and over, then that's the idea of Joppa which is the repetition of a mantra. And so some people's meditation practice or daily meditation practice is maybe repeating a mantra 100 times or repeating mantra 20 times or whatever goal they set for themselves. And so the japa beads is the way to count because you can close your eyes and each time you repeat, you just move bead to bead. And traditionally, the japa is 108 beads. 108 is a sacred number in... India, 27 times 4. And so, um, so for some people, that's a, a way to, to give themselves a daily um, challenge or a daily practice. Okay, I'm going to repeat a mantra 54 times, which would be halfway around, or 108. So the, the repetition of a mantra is japa, and these are called uh, japa beads or malas. And the same thing would be, would be a rosary. You could say that a a rosary is a form of japa, japa beads. And, you know, so, and so then that idea of um, the daily goal. So, so learning to meditate or a daily practice of meditation is actually pretty challenging because it's very subtle. And it's good to have a goal for yourself or to set um, like a minimum of what you're going to try and do each day. So if you come to the meditations here, usually because it's group meditation, it's guided, you have a nice experience, you feel peaceful afterwards, and then the really great thing is if you can have your own daily practice. 
stemming for, that, that springboards off a, a group meditation. And so, but a lot of times it's hard to like get yourself to sit down and meditate. So what I do is I um, do some stretching beforehand, some yoga, because it's a lot easier to stretch and kind of wake up and wake up my body than it is to like sit down and meditate. So I'll start with the little um, uh, asana, some stretching, then I'll read a little bit, and by that time I'm, I'm in that mood for meditation. And then so once you go into your meditation, you could, you could decide, okay, I'm gonna try and meditate for 10 minutes a day. So you could set a timer and do whatever exercises you like. But another thing you can do is say, okay, my daily practice is gonna be, I'm gonna repeat the mantra om 108 times. And so maybe it takes you 10 minutes or seven minutes. But it gives you a daily challenge or a daily thing you can do. And you know you can do it, you do it one day, you know you can do it, so the next day, okay, let me do my uh, mantra for the day. So it's a nice goal to set for yourself to develop your own personal practice. And then, at the deepest level, in reading a lot of books of spirituality and yogis and their practices, many people in, their, in the various traditions have reached the highest states of consciousness. You could call that nirvana or samadhi or states of contemplation or discovery of the kingdom of heaven within, you, within oneself, have reached these states simply through the practice of mantra and japa, the repetition of these um, sacred words or sounds. Because what happens is, is you, as you repeat it more, you, you start to slow down, and your mind is slowing down, and you're lifting up, and your mind starts to take the form of these sacred words or the affirmations. And so it lifts you um, up into the really sublime states of being. So in and of itself, mantra and japa can be a vehicle for you to have deep, deep yogic experiences. So what we'll do tonight is we'll, um, as always, practice is about 25 minutes. We'll start with some conscious relaxation, using your breath to relax yourself. Then we'll do a little concentration, gather up our awareness. And then I'll give some different uh, suggestions for exploring the use of mantras. We'll use OM. You, then you can choose an English word that resonates with something you want to cultivate within yourself. And then we'll also explore um, just saying it softly so just kind of you can hear it. And then doing it where it's just your lips moving and then totally internalizing it. And at the end, we'll do a little, I'll use the harmonium and we'll chant OM all together a little bit and play also with that out loud um, and then internalized. So you'll come away experts in Jaffa and Mantra tonight. <laughs> okay, and so to begin, um, awareness of our body, let's just release any tension that's in our body. So you can put your hands on your thighs, and as you breathe in, shoulders come forward and up. As you exhale, shoulders back and down. So linking breath and movement, breathing in, shoulders forward and up. Exhaling back and down. As you bring in, breathe in, feel your breathing in energy into your body. As you exhale, releasing, letting the muscles melt. 
As you bring your shoulders back and down, be aware of your shoulder blades. Feel your shoulder blades coming together, bringing energy to your back body. Inhaling, each inhale, feel your spine lengthening and lifting. And on your next exhale, leave your shoulders back and down. Keep a little energy in your back, bringing the shoulder blades slightly together. Feel that there's a thread connected to the top of your head. As you breathe in, feel your spine lengthening, lifting. And as you exhale, allow your chin to fall forward. And now doing a few neck rolls. So link the rolling of your head to your breathing in no particular way, but just being conscious of what you're doing. You do half circles, full circles. Linking breath and movement, consciously slowing down your breathing. This is the essence of yoga. And in the next breath or two, end with your chin back towards your chest. On the inhale, lifting your head back up. And the final thing is being conscious of your hands. So open your hands wide, as widely as you can. Stretch them out. And then clenching into a fist. Energize your whole arm, your forearm. Your bicep, tricep, energize your whole arm. Breath in, and then release. And either leave your palms face up on your thighs, face down, or you can do face up with pointer finger or middle finger touching the tip of your thumb. And from here, we'll move into conscious relaxation. If possible, breathing in and out through your nose, breathing as slowly and evenly as possible.
Now as you breathe in, become aware of the muscles in your forehead and around your eyes. As you exhale, allow those muscles to release and relax. Breathing in an awareness of the muscles in your cheeks and jaw. Exhaling, feeling those muscles melting. Breathing in an awareness of the muscles in the back of your neck and shoulders. Exhaling, releasing. Breath in, breathe in especially to your upper chest. Feel your chest expanding and opening. Filling with air. Exhaling, feeling release in your chest. Try to feel that release all the way into your physical heart. Our heart can take on tension. So exhaling, feeling that deep release.
deep inside our heart resides our soul, our essence. Feel that as you breathe in, that light, that happiness within you comes forward. And as you exhale, let that energy flow down through your solar plexus, through your navel, all the way into the base of your body. Now breathing in an awareness of the area of your lower back, where your spine meets your pelvis. So awareness of your back body. Breath in is awareness. Exhale, releasing. Now that we've relaxed our physical, we'll move into yogic concentration, beginning with visual concentration. Opening your eyes enough so you can either focus on a darker spot of bamboo flooring, or if you want to gaze at one of the candle flames, any of the imagery, or a spot of color on the painting in the front of the room. Regardless of the object of concentration, the key thing is just to hold your eyes still and calm. It's okay if your vision blurs, it's okay to blink, just keep your eyes still.
Now to internalize visual concentration, gaze up towards your third eye, so your eyes close now, your eyelids close, gaze up towards your third eye, which is in between your eyebrows, and a finger's width above, and imagine there a beautiful light, or a candle flame, or a flower. Use your imagination to inwardly, visually concentrate Continue to keep your eyes calm, but now shift the majority of your awareness to your ears. And then focus in first on just all the sounds around you. And then focus in on the sound of the flute. And now we'll internalize our sense of sound with the mantra. So let's start with the mantra OM. So you're going to do it silently, but beginning with your lips moving, lips and tongue move, you can either link it to your breathing or just do the repetition. If you're linking it to your breath as you breathe in, so be aware of your breath as you exhale, inwardly repeating OM, moving your mouth and tongue. Or you can just repeat OM more quickly in no particular relation to your breath. So you can explore those two options.
And so as you're creating the sound, you want to try to move your awareness into your own mind. So internalize the awareness and the sound inward. Now we'll shift and use an English word. Some suggestions could be peace, love, light, poise, confidence. And let's start with a fast repetition. So again, moving your lips, tongue, and repeat it as quickly as you can, inwardly. Now slow it down and link it to your breath. And now, do it either slow or fast, whichever you preferred, but this time, don't move your lips or tongue. So it's in entirely internal repetition. If you want, you can touch the tip of your tongue to the roof of your mouth, or let it just lay in your mouth. Now, keeping this just internal repetition, either stick with the word you're using, go back to OM if you want, or choose a positive affirmation or phrase. It could be a prayer you know. It could be a statement such as, I'm a loving, kind person, or I wish kindness to all beings. Choose some affirmation. So either... Om, an English word or an affirmation, either fast or slow, 
Lips and tongue are motionless. So now we'll chant all together and we'll add in the experience of chanting out loud. So we'll do the mantra OM and we'll go through a cycle of three. So we'll do three out loud all together. Then you'll do three inwardly, lips moving, and then three entirely inwardly. So first we'll hum. So big breath in. The om begins and ends with the hum, so with three ohms. Breath in. times no outer sound just lips moving Now just mental, inwardly, no lips, no tongue.
And let's end with three ohms all together out loud, and then we'll have a moment of silence. Breath in. Each time you end your meditation, slowly, gradually, bringing your awareness back to your body and surroundings, but holding on to as much as possible that inner awareness. So maybe you experienced it tonight, or you might need a little more practice, but what you come to experience and realize is that if you really concentrate, which means you have strong motivation to do it, but if you really concentrate and use a mantra, you can very quickly bring your mind to a very cohesive, centered state. which is invaluable in life, and it's a great way to start the day or to go into your evening or whatever you're doing in your life to center yourself through the use of the mantra can be very, very powerful and effective. Okay, so just again to recap, the mantra is a seed sound, a word, or a phrase. One of the definitions is that which saves, so just holding on to it and concentrating helps to lift you up. And the repetition of a mantra is japa, japa. If you want to set a goal for yourself to chant om a hundred times or an aphorism each day, then that's where you can use the um, japa beads. It can be helpful. Okay, and again on the, um, if anyone didn't get the little blue booklet in the sheet, this lists all the meditations we have and the websites we have to help you in your practice. We do put the um, meditation on Facebook, so if you want to rewatch it or redo it, um, it's there. We have Kirtan on Thursday nights, the musical meditation, number of meditations, and also the pranayama classes here at the studio for the breath awareness. Okay, well, thank you all for coming. Anybody who wants to stay, we have tea and cookies outside, thanks to Mary. And um, welcome to stay. If you have any questions, you're welcome to ask me. If you didn't get the blue booklet, they're here. And nice seeing everyone. Namaste. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga. Join us at our studios here in San Diego or visit us online at pyo.yoga. Namaste.